Hey everyone, and welcome to this episode of Make Things Make Sense. Today, we make sense of why loving your brand impacts your whole business. We want to help leaders understand how much their brand impacts their business and give you some tips on how you can create a brand that you love and your customers love. The problem of a bad brand is an all-round issue, not just a marketing issue. I really want to repeat that. The problem of having a bad brand or a brand you don't love as part of your company is an all-round issue and not just a marketing issue. It will impact your recruitment, your team's morale, your awareness of your company and your service and your products, your methods of acquisition, obviously your brand recognition, your sales, your client retention, and potentially stop you from growing brand ambassadors, which are hugely important in today's world. That's really powerful, and that's quite a list. Um, you look at that, you're looking into hiring people, recruitment, keeping people, retention, driving business sales. There's so many powerful components to, to running a successful business, which your brand are really responsible for. And I just want to ask a question. If you don't love your own brand, why should anybody else love it? And just think about that. If you don't love your brand, why on earth should anybody love it? Why should they buy from you? Yeah. Why should they trust you? Why should they work for you? Why should they, why should they give the majority of their awake time to spend it sitting in a, in a desk in your office? If, they, if you can't love your brand, if you don't love your brand, how can you even expect anybody else like to? In today's digital world where your CV is basically LinkedIn, if you don't have cool brands that are known on your CV, you're probably going to want to move away to those brands that are recognized because that's what you want to carry forward in your life. That's so true. And here we just say like, as a leadership team, uh, I call out to, to other leadership teams around the world, anyone listening to this podcast, to really understand the power of a brand and the power of a, a brand that you love to inspire your employees, to connect with your audience, your customers, and also to guide your day-to-day decision-making. And as Tom said on episode 10 of Make Things Make Sense, your brand will stimulate innovation. You can also drive new products and services that create new revenue streams. And this is done from being and living your brand and knowing what your brand stands for and identifying how your brand can cater to its audiences. Also, you're going to increase your future business value. The more you increase your brand value, the more your business is going to be valued. Like I personally think that when times are tough at Growth Gurus, I am happy we have a strong brand and a strong company culture. So I think, okay, sometimes some parts of the business don't work, but that brand can carry us through. It has weight. It helps people recognize us. It gives us what we need to overcome a lot of, a lot of problems sometimes. That also, I, I, I feel so close to the Growth Gurus brand. I literally love it. I mean, personal story, I actually have our brand icon tattooed across my rib cage and it's very tasteful and, and it, <laughs> <laughs> but it's very very powerful that is branding to the next level that's but that, literally the original conception of branding <laughs> yeah taking it back to the cows and the cattle but this is uh, how much i love my brand and in doing so it holds me accountable to the core values that we represent it literally steers the way i run my life the way i'm strive for success and excellence the way i i I make decisions is 
stems from loving my brand, our brand so much. Yeah, that is awesome and that is 100% true. We're not advocating to tattoo your brand across your chest. You can do that if you want to. We are saying wear it on your sleeve, be it, love it, and just sort of run with it. One misconception a lot of companies have is that you can have a very functional company, you could have everything in place, you could have great employees, you could have good products that are selling, you could have a nice infrastructure, you could be selling, you could be you know, profitable. None of that actually means you have a brand, right? Your brand is separate from the business. Your brand is like, you know, when two parents have a child, that child is separate from the parents and the brand is a separate entity that needs its own love, care and attention. And one thing I want to make clear, it is so much more than a logo. Definitely, man. It frustrates me so much that people still think your brand is your logo. And let's look at the power of a brand. I mean, I'm going to take you to some of the very best in the world as examples. Let's think Nike. Let's think Apple. These power brands, these world-dominating, iconic brands, they provide great products. I'm wearing a pair of Nikes right now. They're great shoes. They've got good fabric, good leather. But there are many other brands that make, could make an equally good quality shoe as the Nikes I'm wearing. I'm not going to wear them the same way because that is the weight that the, the brand carries. And even if the product is equally good, it is the brand that takes you to the next level, that adds that additional value. Precisely. You're not wearing Diadoras. I mean, I love Adidas. You're not wearing Reeboks. You're not wearing anything else. And in the end, I'm going to assume they're made in a very similar way. They're distributed in a very similar way. They're sold in a very similar way. But the brand of Nike is what attracts you and so many other millions of people to it over its competitors regardless of its price point being higher than some of the ones I've mentioned. 100% and regardless of the fact I have two feet, if you knew how many pairs of Nike shoes I have, uh, it does, there's disproportionate love to the brand there. <laughs> I have way more than two Nike shoes and I technically only need two. So the thing is the big brands get it, but it's not only the largest brands who understand the importance of branding. There's a statistic we pulled out where 77% of market leaders, of marketing um, professionals say that branding is critical to their business growth. 89% say that brand awareness is their most important goal even higher than lead generation or conversions. So how does branding affect your business growth? Why is it that brand awareness is so important to such a large percentage of of brand owners? Well, branding can boost your unique value proposition. What, What makes you special? What makes you stand out? Your brand really boosts that. It helps you stand out from a crowd. Again, Tom Jones, Shout out to the last podcast, episode 10. We really spoke about standing out in a saturated crowd and the role of the brand in doing so. If you haven't yet heard it, I encourage you to listen back to that episode. It also helps you increase your recognition, build trust and loyalty, improve your return on investment, recruit, recruit the right people, and also recruit with less friction. And then once you've got the team in, you're also able to keep them. If they connect with the brand, if they love the brand, they're much more likely to remain in the team. So there are like six, seven, eight reasons how how branding can actually drive your business growth. 
those are some incredibly powerful ideas and and understandings of a brand and i think what we should share is some tips to building a brand that your customers will really love the first thing to do is to sit on your hands and repeat to yourself out loud my brand is more than my logo 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 <laughs> okay my now that you've got that in your head because it's super super important Hey, here's a cheeky one. Listen to our podcast number seven on the brand DNA, on, on building your brand DNA. And we've got a free resource there that will help you out. But aside from understanding that it's more than your logo and that there's all of these different touch points, um, you want to start figuring out how you're going to develop a brand that clearly and successfully communicates who you are, what your core values are, and the mission that drives you and your company. You need your brand to resonate with your customers. So if you're a startup and you're not entirely sure of your ideal customer, then put yourself in their shoes and or work with a professional agency who have worked with different types of customers and build the brand that is going to reflect your core values and your mission, but suits your target audience. If you're an existing company, then really think, does my brand work with my core audience? And hey, B2B companies, this applies for you too. If you're working in extremely serious industries, you need a more serious brand. If you're working in more young, innovative ones, and maybe you are an IT service provider to an upcoming industry that's emerging and has a different style, maybe you need to rebrand to suit them, to fit in with the cool kids. So really think about how does the brand show who we are, what our core values are, and we resonate with our customers. One of our previous resources was also the target audience persona builder. And that is on growthgurus.com slash podcast. So if anyone isn't certain who their audience are, go ahead, download that audience builder and build out your target audience personas today. Your brand should also be telling a story and it's not all about the sales pitch. So what I would love everyone to understand, apart from your logo is not the be all and the end all of your brand, is that your brand comes through in every single touch point any customer or your team member has with your business, right? So that is every graphic that goes out, every blog that goes out, every phone call your company has, the packaging of your products, anything you put out on your social media, the way your website is built, the way that you tackle recruitment, your HR's questions. Um, it's all part of your brand. It's all telling that continued story. So really think about it if you have the ability and the time to do this of what are all the touch points that A, our customers have and B, our team have with our brand and how do we make sure we stay on brand and we're true to our values and we're true to our mission and we resonate with the right people. Some other tips in really creating a lovable brand is don't be faceless, be human. People don't really like Associ like associating with logos. They like associating with people and your brand can actually be very human-like and it can have a face and it, it can be human in the way it responds to its audience. It can be human and modest in the way it deals with also negative comments and, uh, and if you do have any complaints, the way you deal with that is absolutely essential. The way you're, you're talking, man, it just drives me straight to Oreo. I think Oreo nailed it in being human. Just Google Oreo brand comebacks or the way that they've just jumped in there. So you know what? I think that's a human brand. And hey, they're biscuits. You see some incredible banter in the supermarkets in the UK as well, like rivals between Sainsbury's and Tesco's, 
proper, proper, human, relatable, engaging brands that you would actually want to go on a night out with. <laughs> so ask yourself a question. Is your brand a brand that your audience would want to go on a night out with? That's an interesting question. And I if like not, it. start working towards that. Uh, I sound like Mr. Statistic today, but 57% of consumers cut ties with a brand because of their inability and their failure to respond to any negative feedback. Never leave a negative comment unanswered and most importantly, never ever delete it. It will be screenshot. It will come back. It will bite you if you if you try hide it. Um, so yeah, there's there's the, your brand obviously has a voice. Create impactful, exciting content on the right channels where your audience expects you to be. Steve Forbes actually quotes: "Your brand is the single most important investment." you can ever make in your business. So don't take our words for it. Take it from the words of Steve Forbes. If you are not feeling confident in everything that you need to do in order to build an incredible love of the brand, speak to the experts. We, I think we have nearly never pitched ourselves before, but we are here to help if you're looking to build a lovable brand that will really thrive in its industry. As always, a free resource on growthgurus.com slash podcast, we are giving away our brand DNA workshop where you can really dive deep into defining what your brand is all about, what it stands for, and then you can fuel that into the creative process on how to position it and get it out to the market. We have touched on branding before in, um, in different podcasts, and I will say this because I'm sure I've mentioned it before. If you're unclear on how to identify with your brand, watch Start With Why by Simon Sinek. Um, it's a TED Talk on YouTube. That's a really, really good starting foundation. It's also part of the Brand DNA workshop that we do. So if you're lost and looking for a starting point, just to wrap your head around all of this, start with why. We hope this provides value to you. We appreciate your time. Thank you for listening. Please like, share, and subscribe. And do us one favor and share this with one person you know needs to work on their brand so that they can love their brand, so their audience can love their brand. Bit long-winded, but you get the point. Thank you.